Broadcasting live from the Wellness Wonderland, you're listening to the Wellness Wonderland Radio. I'm Katie, and each week I chat with the most inspirational people on the planet on how to stay inspired in all areas of life. As you listen, feel free to tweet at me, at Katie Dalebout, or use the hashtag Wellness Wonderland. I'd love to hear your aha moments. So grab your headphones and listen on the go, or cuddle up with a notebook as we dive in deep with authentic conversations right here in Wonderland. A person came into my life last year who has become a friend and a mentor and a guide for me and someone I learned so much from in a short period of time, so I knew immediately I had to share her with you guys. So for quite some time, I have been, you know, somewhat interested in astrology. I knew I was a Taurus, but I had no idea what that meant or what anything with astrology meant, although the concept of it fascinated me. And I kind of wished that I did. You know, I would hear people talk about qualities of their sign or things about their birth chart and just that knowledge that they had, I admired and I kind of was into. So my intention to know more led me to this local place where I had my birth chart done and paid some money and I left with a stack of paperwork and reading material printed out and just complicated stuff. It had charts and graphs and maps with numbers and degrees I didn't understand and I had a head of confusion. And being a minimalist, I recycled that stack of papers before I even entered my apartment. (laughs) And I paid good money for the session, but I just knew I would never look at it again. I didn't want to spend hours reading through the information and trying to figure out what it meant, mostly because I just don't have time for that. So I forgot about astrology and just chalked it up as something that was complicated and I would never understand and didn't particularly want to put in the time to study So as many of you know, since I've said this before on the podcast, I think, I'm a better listener than I am reader. And I think I'm an auditory learner, so I love when people explain things to me in vivid detail and I can ask questions, as you probably know from listening to my interviews. I'm naturally pretty inquisitive and curious and you know, it's a skill that has served me well for hosting this podcast. And anyway, so I met someone who would be the person to break down the amazing benefits of astrology to me in a, in a clear, concise, and interesting way. So this person I've been alluding to this whole time is Danielle Page, who is an astrologer, an intuitive, a coach, And we did a session that blew my mind. Seriously, you guys, it was like, I'm just, you probably think I'm just saying this because she's on the show today, but it was so much freaking fun. I had a blast. She blew my mind explaining my birth chart and what it all meant for the course of my life. And I took copious notes. You guys probably remember I Instagrammed them after and we recorded the Skype session and you know, I um, I just listened to it, and I almost want to splice in moments from that conversation here, but now that I'm thinking about that, that's a lot of editing work, so I'm probably not going to do that. But you know what? I'll, I'll share a video of it on Instagram, I promise. So go to Instagram, and you can see my session 
with her. I'll share a little clip from it or maybe a couple even. Anyways, today's interview, I talked to her about the basics of astrology and how you can use it in your life and not to be a victim of the planets or Mercury's in retrograde, you know, none of that. Just useful information about yourself, you know, like useful information to get to know yourself better. It's it's super cool. This lady is so knowledgeable in this field and she's genuine and kind and ah, she's just so smart and it really will just open you up. You'll love this interview. We don't just talk purely about astrology. We talk about energy and salt baths and cutting energetic cords between people and relationships and yeah it's just a groovy groovy time she's a cool entrepreneur cool lady so yeah listen up and you know even if you're slightly interested in astrology I highly suggest getting your birth chart done you know it has really helped me in my life so you know, get your birth chart done by Danielle. She's the real deal. And you have to go to the right person. You know, like obviously that first experience didn't do it for me, but um, she really won't make you feel confused. And I felt confused after that first experience and it was pretty off-putting. But anyways, yeah, so check her out. Um, you know, she'll make you feel empowered by your chart. And it's just, like I said, good to know your strengths and weaknesses and where you're headed in your personal growth and you know she gave me key dates to focus on so anyways email her after this episode if this resonates with you you know if not you'll still like the episode but email her after and you know just see about getting a session with her her info will be below in the show notes about her services and stuff but yeah I'm doing one of her cool programs right now it's called the soul over and like a makeover but for your soul (laughs) anyways um you can check that out it's super cool basically yeah makeover for your soul where you go deep and we talk a lot and she's just a groovy person so yeah follow her on instagram and stuff i have chills every time i skype with her you should skype with her too uh yeah so without further ado let's go to the interview actually a little bit more ado You know the drill, but I'll keep this quick since this intro is actually getting pretty long. But okay, number one way to support the show. You guys know it. Come on. Yep. Share it with a friend. Share it on Instagram. Email it to a friend. Email it to your mom. Email it to your dog. Just share it. Number two is to leave a review on iTunes. That would be so cool of you if you did that. you got to launch the application, but it brings more people to the show, which is what we all want. Number three, you can always donate to the show. If you get value, throw a little value our way. The donate link is below in the show notes. And as you know, when you donate at different levels, you get different swag, including you know, a session for you to pick my brain a opportunity to suggest a guest really cool swag so check that out and number four is you can use the amazon link so the amazon link will be in the show notes as well and you can use that link to shop on amazon as you normally would and you'll be supporting the show buy whatever you would normally buy and amazon kicks a couple cents my way each time you use that link so Again, doesn't cost you an extra cent. You can even bookmark that link to be, 
your Amazon go-to link every time you shop on Amazon so you can support your favorite podcast while you do. If you're anything like me and you're constantly buying way too much on Amazon, that one-click thing, one-click checkout, I mean, I can't even. I get It just sucks me in and next thing I know I'm buying tons of things like salt. I bought so much salt for my salt baths on Amazon. This huge bag of salt my neighbor had to help me carry it in. It was so heavy. Anyways, something you can buy. But yeah, if I had a penny for every time I bought something on Amazon, you know the drill. So yeah, last but not least, if you want to go deeper into your wellness wonderland this new year and you want support on your journey, I just want to mention quickly that I'm taking only two more spots for my three-month mentorship program. So again, if that's something that you're into, let me know. Um, I'm going to offer a free session to anyone who mentions this and wants to know more about my three-month mentorship program. If you think that's something that you want to do and you want to sign up for that, I'll toss a free session in with that. So send me an email. Um, My email is just my name at gmail.com. Let me know if you have questions. I'll send you info, and I can't wait to talk to you. Those of you who have been listening for a while, most all of my clients currently are listeners of the podcast, and it's really groovy because we'll get on the phone for the first time, and they're like, oh my god, you sound like you do on the podcast, which is so awesome because hopefully that means I'm pretty genuine here. And it's just like we're hanging out because I feel like we are. I look into my microphone and I see all of you. So thank you so much for listening. Enjoy this episode. Enjoy Danielle. Check her out and share it if you're into it. Yeah. Have fun. I'm so excited for today's episode because I have my astrologer in Wonderland, Danielle Page is an intuitive astrologer, healer, and spiritual life coach who blends her trained astrological background with her intuitive abilities to help clients understand their energetic blueprint, meaning who they are at a soul level, so they can live a happier, healthier life. She specializes in bringing clients to understand their love life, find purpose, clear out behavioral patterns, and so much more, and she just did that for me. She is so amazing. She's a contributor and a writer for many magazines and TV shows, and today she's here in Wonderland to help us discuss how we can use our astrological information to our advantage. And let me tell you, Danielle and I just spent about two hours together going over my birth chart, and it was pretty radical. I took, let me see here, literally like five pages of notes, five pages of notes, and learned so much about myself. And we're going to go over, we'll probably share a little bit of that and what we learned about me, so you guys can connect with that a little bit since you know me, and how I'm going to be able to use this information in my life and how you guys can use it too. So thank you so much for being here, Danielle. I'm so excited to share you with my community. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And I know I said this before, but I just, I love your work and I'm so honored to be here. So thank you. Thank you. So before we get into me and astrology and all that we're going to share, I want to know a little bit more about you and how you came into this work and how you decided to get started with this. 
Okay, so um, that's a really good question because I never was a young girl saying, oh, I think I want to be an astrologer. I mean, <laughs> that just definitely wasn't something that I was thinking. Um, it, you just fall into what you're supposed to do. So it was definitely a journey to get to this point, but I couldn't be happier. Um, I will say that ever since I was little, I always knew that I was here to do something different, something big, but I never knew what it was. And it's just something that I always felt, uh, intuition, um, my guidance, my guides telling me, but I never knew what that was, right? I, I wasn't a singer. I wasn't a painter. I, I just, I really had no clue. So years of soul searching, right? Figuring out what to do. Um, when I grew up, I was very intuitive, but it kind of stopped there. You know, I didn't really know what that meant. Um, I kind of just assumed that everyone could generally feel the energy in a room, right? So um, I went to business school and then I knew I wanted to do something creative. So then I went to design school for a while. So I spent four and a half years in design school, you know, grad school, and I was doing interior design and architecture. And that was great. I loved it. But I always knew that there was something else. Um, I wasn't entirely satisfied. So I kept searching and searching. And it was around when I was 30, my whole life completely changed. So that's when the economy really dropped. Um, there were no design jobs at all. Everyone was getting laid off. Um, I actually ended up quitting my job and moving across country. I was living with a guy. We broke up. Um, so it was the end of a lot of things. I was just turned 30. So I moved back home with my parents and had a complete meltdown <laughs> at 30 years old. I didn't have a job. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was living with a guy before, right? And I thought we were going to get married. Um, so I just didn't know what to do. And then my life started changing. So I met someone that was into astrology. I didn't know anything about it. I mean, I had my chart read before, but I, I didn't really know anything about it. Um, he read my charts. This is my friend. And I thought it was amazing. And so I basically went home that night and I started reading about astrology and so I started teaching myself and through teaching myself I started to learn about what my gifts were and what my talents were and then I pretty much started having my spiritual awakening um, I started having dreams that started coming true I started um, really feeling things on a different level you know feeling people's emotions and um, so I would keep a dream journal Things would happen. Um, I, you know, like, this is crazy. This is, I don't know what's going on. Um, but I thought it was cool. And so I kept writing in the dream journal and then things kept happening. Um, then I started getting more into the spiritual world. And then I started, here's the fun part. I started waking up in the middle of the night and seeing spirits. So when I first saw that, I thought I was absolutely going insane. <laughs> and I, I literally thought I was having a nervous breakdown because that scared me. I've never seen that before. You know, I didn't grow up um, seeing spirits. You know, you hear people say that, but I, I did not at all. So that was happening. And then I realized that since stuff was actually coming true, that I wasn't making this up, right? And I realized, okay, I'm not crazy because crazy people don't think that they're crazy, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm, I said, oh my God, <laughs> I'm not crazy because if mm -hmm. I was crazy, I wouldn't be thinking this. So fine, we got past that. 
And then I literally, all my psychic abilities started just kind of from pouring out. Um, I guess we were waiting for me to turn 30. <laughs> That's what happened. And um, I started, you know, reading people's energy more and more and sensing their chakras and um, started getting more into astrology. And then one thing led to another. And I pretty much taught myself astrology. And I started taking courses from teachers and what started out as me just doing it to help myself, I realized I love this and it helped me. Um, I've always done soul searching, so it really helped me tap into a deeper part of myself and discover what my purpose was, what my journey was, what I was here for, that I wanted to help other people. And then I realized that this is part of my purpose, that I'm here to use my gifts to help people. And um, so here I am. <laughs> that was so a cool. story in a nutshell. Yeah. I love that. So I, a couple of things I want to pick up on from that. So when you said you started to see spirits at night, what did that look like? It was, um, you know, at first it was scary. Um, I What happens, we see them a lot at night because we're in our subconscious, right? We're in a more relaxed place and our ego mind is not in the way. So that's where it starts a lot for people like that. That's why we also remember our dreams. But um, I started seeing them. This is what I tell people. Have you ever been to Disneyland or Disney World on the Haunted Mansion? Have you ever been there? Mm-mm. Well, there's a Haunted Mansion um, ride. And I think I've one seen part... the like, movie, though, like on yeah. Disney Channel. Yeah, you know, it's, it's almost like in a movie where, well, in the one part of the ride, you go in front of the mirror, and then they put this ghost right next to you, like, ooh, scary, right? There's a ghost <laughs> next yeah. to you. But it's, like, white, right? And it's kind of translucent. That's what it looks like. And I know that sounds crazy, but that's what it is. It's just you see the outlines and they're very, it's like a white um, oh. kind of energy. And so, yeah, that's what I started seeing. And um, I realized that I have a connection to, you know, the other side. But here's the thing. Um, what I do in my work is I help people that we actually all have this connection. Yeah. Right? Because it's just oh. energy. I'm not more special than anyone else. Um, my soul came here to do this as work, but we all have this ability. Yeah. So, um, yeah. That's funny and interesting that you said that because that's literally my next question is um, <laughs> I believe and I, I thought and I knew we were on the same page with this, but we all have psychic abilities and it's just how open we are and tapped in we are to be able to use them and develop them. So that was something I wanted to see if you could talk about is how can we all tap into our own unique intuitive capabilities and what advice do you have for people to be able to be more intuitive? Yeah, no, that's a really good question. So like you said, we all have this ability, right? It just depends on our awareness of it. Um, And some people, you know, they might not be interested and that's fine, right? They don't have to, but we all have at least a gut feeling of something, right? We all get a hunch of something. So in order to tap into it, the first thing I would tell people is to start meditating. And I know a lot of people hear that, but the point that we meditate is not so much to get the information while we're meditating. I mean, that will come later on, but it's more about clearing the channel, right? So imagine if there's a TV and it's like an old TV and there's a lot of static. What we want to do is just connect and turn down that static so we can connect to our soul, right? We move out of our head, our ego mind, that the one that has fear, the, the mind that says, this can't be, this is not possible, right? I'm very limited. I can only make X amount of dollars per week. 
that's all our ego, right? So it's about moving out of that and connecting into our soul and actually listening to our inner voice, right? Um, so you don't even have to connect to spirit guides or anything like that. It's really about connecting with your soul. So it would be meditation, um, really looking at your life and decluttering it, you know, taking out stuff in your life that is not serving you because we have distractions all the time. And the more clear you get in your life, the more clear you're going to get with your own intuition and your own higher self. So I would say those are really important things to help. That's awesome. So why is it important um, for people to use their intuition and decision making and just in general? Why is it so important? Yeah, it's it's really important because at the end of the day, we're all souls, which is energy, right? So we need to we incarnate into this vessel into this physical body. And again, we get distracted, but it's so important because our higher self right, which is the, you can think of it as the king or queen of yourself, right, in the sense of they are the almighty, the all-knowing, okay, they have all the answers, so we never have to really search outside of ourselves, we have all the answers, so it's really important to get in touch with your intuition, because you're the one that's going to know if something is right for you, you know, if this is right for your path, nobody else can tell you, um, people are going to suggest things and they might say yes or they might say no, but that's based on their filter. So the more someone gets clear in themselves, right, and really works on that, they can hear their truth. So it's really about connecting back with your truth. So yes, we call it psychic abilities, but really at the end of the day, it's just, it's about truth. It's, mm-hmm. you don't even have to use the word psychic. It's just your truth, your guidance, your higher self, your truth. Mm. So good. I I love this conversation. Um, so we talked about how understanding and using your intuitive capabilities is important. So what about astrology? Why is that so helpful? You know, how is using that information from an astrological reading helpful? Why is it important to know? You know, I think like I said to you before during our readings, not to be like, I'm a victim of the planet, this is just how I am, but to use that information for good to know about yourself. How is it helpful after someone, you know, has a reading with you? Right. And I love that you said that to me because it is all about using the information to empower yourself, not to say, okay, I'm like this or I'm stuck like this um, because we have free will. But basically, let me just say what a birth chart is. I think that would help people or what astrology really does. So, Astrology really is a way to connect and have a deeper understanding of the universe and how it relates to you, okay? Um, we all have a birth chart. What a birth chart is, it's the exact moment of our birth. So if we take the date, the time, the location, okay? Everyone's soul, right? We chose all that. We chose the time. We chose the date. We chose our families, because they were going to give us the right lessons that we need to learn, right? And so I know some people might be saying, well, why would my soul choose this family that beat me or that was horrible, right? And absolutely, it is horrible, and it breaks my heart when I have to hear people go through these certain, you know, circumstances. However, our soul chose the right situation because these were lessons that we had to learn. Maybe we need to learn to be empowered. Maybe we need to learn to say no. Maybe we need to learn to 
walk away it's um resistance you know whatever it was resilience you know it could have been many things and it's beyond me right um our soul picks these not our ego okay so but that exact moment that we're born the planets were aligned in an energetic format okay so if we were to take a snapshot of that right freeze that one moment where we took our first breath on, into earth that energetic pattern is your birth chart Okay, so I put all the information into a computer program and it prints out a chart, which basically looked like, you know, Egyptian lettering. Or <laughs> if you don't know yeah. what you're looking at. Yeah, when you sent um, me mine, I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I know, I know. It's all symbols. So then you have to interpret it. But your birth chart is a map of your soul. It shows me how you or, right, or anyone else, how we're wired. It shows me a lot of the karma that you brought into this lifetime, which karma is not bad. It's just energy that needs to be balanced. It shows me a lot of your personality traits, okay? Um, but there's wiggle room there because we have free will, right? That's why twins sometimes are different. Um, it definitely depends on the nature and nurture, but generally they're going to have similar, you know, characteristics, okay? Um, but how what we do with it, that's our free will. Um, the birth chart also shows me your purpose. It shows me you know, love interest. It shows me um, what your talents and your gifts are, also your obstacles. So really understanding your birth chart and the energies you were born under is good for everyone because we need to understand ourselves in order to make the right decision. So it's not about, you know, a psychic reading where someone might say, okay, X, Y, and Z is going to happen, right? This is about understanding you as a soul and what your mission is. What are you here for, Right. What are the things that get you in trouble? Why do you feel like you keep banging your head against the wall, right? Well, I'll probably see something in the chart and then we'll talk about it, right? So it's truly a way for someone to empower themselves to, it's it's basically, it's a roadmap, right? We're not born yeah. with a map, but we really should be. The parents should be handed a birth chart <laughs> when, they're, yeah. when the child's born. Um, and it's, yeah, it's really, it's, it's there are so many things that a birth chart can do. You know, it's hard to sum up, but it um, it's life-changing. It helped me figure out my life, and that's why I do it for other people. So I really use it as a tool to help people heal their soul. Because you can see deep stuff. You can see past life stuff that we're carrying in, um, stuff that's sitting in our subconscious that we're not thinking about every day, but we know in our hearts it's something that we need to release. A tool um, to help people heal their soul. That's yeah. going to be a tweetable. That's beautiful. And it's so, so true. I mean, I just saw it in my own life when, when you did mine. It really opened up so much for me. And I haven't even fully been able to process that yet because we, like, just did my chart. But I can just tell right now, you know, it was so intuitive and so spot on for me. And... I learned so much and your your knowledge is so grounded um, at the same time with being really, you know, this stuff can be really esoteric for people, but you really are able to interpret it in a way that makes it so tangible. Um, so Ooh. I would love to get into a little bit about the birth chart now that we're talking about that um, for people like me who are new to this. Um, and so the first thing when you went over my birth chart with me was you spoke about the south node and the north node and how those are a really great way to start. And most people, you know, when they're listening to this interview um, might just be aware with their sun sign, which for me and you actually is Taurus. Mm -hmm. um, 
and they may just know that part of their their chart but there's what I just learned is there's so much more to it than that um so could you talk a little bit about um some of those other aspects maybe starting with the I know there's a lot but with the really relevant stuff like the the south and north nodes I would love to that's my I can talk about this for hours (laughs) I love this stuff so yeah let's start with the south node so like you said most people have probably never heard of this, which, and I don't expect people to, so. And feel free to use mine as an example here. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I'll definitely do that. So we're all born with this energy of the South Node, okay? What the South Node is, is it's deeply ingrained behavioral patterns. It's energy that your soul brought in from other lifetimes, especially in most recent life, past lifetimes. And it's stuff that you can do naturally. You don't think about it. You kind of act it out. You kind of live your life and you just are this way. So what I shared with you, what I share with my clients is you can look at the South Node as another sun sign because it plays that much of a role in your life, okay? So the South Node shows a lot of talents and a lot of gifts that you have, but it also shows me an area where your soul has maxed out, meaning you're a master at this. You've done this before. You know how to do this, so you're you're at the top of the mountain, okay? Because we're all here for soul growth and we all want to know what our purpose is, we, the idea is to move towards the north node. So the north node in the chart is your purpose. It shows me what kinds of experiences and lessons and opportunities that your soul said, I need to have in this lifetime, right? I don't have enough experience in this area. So I'm going to bring this forth. I'm going to call this to me. As you're calling these experiences to you, you're moving towards this. So the idea is we take the gifts from the south node and we slowly over time move towards our north node energy. But the over time, it's a life journey. So it's again, it's not something that happens in a year. It could be, you know, until we're 150 years old, we're going to keep moving towards our north node. But that truly is purpose. And an important thing to say about purpose is a lot of people um, want to know their purpose, and of course, I you know wanted to as well. Purpose is not necessarily just related to career, and it's not always what you're good at, right? People think, okay, well, I love to do this, so this must be my purpose. But purpose is so much deeper than that. Purpose is related to your soul. Okay, this is what your soul said: I need help in this area because I need to balance out my soul, and it's all about balancing. Okay, so it's new to you, okay? So, for example, Katie, your south node is in Leo. Well, south node in Leo has a lot of creative talents, a lot of creative abilities. Your soul came from this energy of um, expressing self, right? And it didn't need to be concerned with anyone else, right? It just needed to express yourself. So whenever I see that, I know this person is very creative. I know that they're a great leader. I know that they can inspire people because those are their gifts, Okay, in this lifetime with your north node in Aquarius, you're moving towards taking the gifts, taking the positive, you know, using your creativity and your leadership skills and moving into service for humanity. Okay, so Aquarius is all about the big picture. It's about group efforts, right? I like explain to you, it's like Mother Teresa, Gandhi, Martin Luther King, that kind of energy where you're taking something and you're making it larger than just yourself. 
Okay, so you're incorporating other people's opinions. You're incorporating other people's um, interests. You're doing what's good for the group, and you're bringing people together. So having a north node, we talked about in Aquarius, that's a big and beautiful mission in this lifetime. And like I said, I'm going to say it so everyone can hear this. I'm so impressed because most people don't really tap into or at least start the journey until they're around 30, 35, could even be 40. You are such an old soul in a beautiful way, I say that, that you've already started moving towards this direction. Um, and that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And that just shows that you have such a big mission in this lifetime and you have so much to do. So your soul's like, I'm not going to waste any time. <laughs> we got oh, to yes. hop on this, you know? Amazing. So, yeah, so it, it's beautiful. Well, thank you. You're welcome. That's super cool. So that just depicts a little bit about how knowing, getting your birth chart done professionally is really powerful because it, there's so much more to it than you're a Taurus, you're a Libra, whatever. There's nodes. And can you talk even a little bit more about um, how there's different moons and a couple other different things people can learn from their birth charts or some of the we went into everything from career to relationships and how you're able to pick up on different things for people through a reading yeah absolutely so yeah when I'm doing a reading you know we'll talk about the planets but I like to put it together in a story but just for um right now you know I could talk about Every planet represents a different energy. So, you know, Venus is love and money. It shows how we give love and how we receive love, okay? Um, your Venus is in Pisces. Venus in Pisces is very, very beautiful. It's very emotional. Um, very actually, so you know, in relationships, usually Venus and Pisces, they want to be touched. They want to be held. And they have to make physical contact. That's really important a lot mm. in that. Um so, you know, Venus, that will show how you're connecting with people in relationships, in romantic, but also even in friendships. That makes um, sense. I'm total mm -hmm. cuddler. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, you know, Pisces, uh, Venus and Pisces needs to touch, needs that physical contact. Then we have, you know, Mercury, for example. Um, Mercury is prominent in your part, in your chart for many reasons, but Mercury is about communication. It shows, you know, how and what sign it's in how they're going to release the energy, right? And the house placement shows where they're going to use that energy. So Mercury is about speech, communication, um, our thinking, how we process information, right? And for you, like we said, um, it rules your house of career. So writing, speaking, talking, very, very important. It's very, it's much connected. So we have rising sign as well. That's an important one. A rising sign is basically when you meet people for the first time, um, you at a party, you know, you go to a store, when you interact with them, that's what they see, right? We don't go to a party and then we tell them our deepest, darkest secrets or when I was five, my dad dropped me on my head, right? You know, we, we don't do that. Um, we put on a mask to the outside world and it's not fake. It's a part of us, but that mask is our rising sign. So it's how we maneuver. You're a Sag rising, so Sagittarius rising like myself. And Sagittarius rising is all about learning the bigger picture, wanting to know the secrets of the universe, right? Um, it's about teaching. It's about education, learning, exploring, travel, philosophy, um, cultures, you know, studying, all that stuff, kind of big picture, um, spirituality, kind of putting it together and wanting to know. And it's very curious, okay? Mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah, there are so many elements in the chart as well. The moon is also very important. It shows someone's inner world. So it shows what they need to be nurtured and how they nurture other people. This also shows how they react. Um, all this, you know, is on a very basic level. When we get into the chart, we go a lot deeper, yeah. but this is just to really help people understand that there's so much more in the chart. Yeah, I really like that we're we're going over it in this way because I think, um, and do you find too, that people just aren't really aware of all the different aspects of astrology and all that it can do for them. Yeah, I mean, most people aren't. And so that's what I try to do is really bring this to the masses, really make it, um, it's confusing. You know, I will say astrology is confusing. So I really try to bring it down to earth, have it make sense and have it be relatable because Here's the thing. There are a million amazing astrologers out there, but there are also a million astrologers that are so intellectual or they're so in their head that they have a hard time relaying the information that people that are not studying this could even understand, yeah. right? I sometimes read some astrologers and I'm thinking, I don't even know what they just said. Well, if I don't know, how is anyone else going to even understand right? this, you know? Um, and of course, there's a million amazing ones, but just there, it gets so complex that I try to really break it down to, you know, human terms because the every average everyday person is not studying astrology. And I get that. And they shouldn't, you know, if they want to, great. But that's there's, you know, they're worried about something else. So I bring this down so you could understand and relate. And that's why on my blog, I write a lot about it. And I even relate things to like TV shows and about, you know, shopping clothes or whatever, anything to make people understand because it is something that is very complex and unless it's broken down, it's not going to help. Right. And it's such an amazing tool. Like I said. Yeah. Yeah. And I really like what you said about you make it like a story Mm -hmm. and that that's how people can relate to stuff. I mean, to be honest, like unless it's told to me in a story, I don't really care. Like I right. just can't, it's too difficult for my mind to wrap its mind around. But if it's any information, like I, that, I think that's why in school I always liked history because they were stories and I could relate. And I think that that's really powerful for people and helps people understand and access this, um, this information about themselves, which is really cool. Thanks. So, um, Going off of that a bit, what are some of the biggest successes with your clients um, and yourself with knowing this information and being able to use it in their lives? I've had so many people tell me and write to me or come back to me and say that you've changed my life in the sense of, well, I don't look at it as me. I'm just, again, the vessel and relaying the information, the messenger. But it's information that it gives people an opportunity to observe their behaviors and to change it, right? Um, We can't change anything unless we're aware. So astrology brings awareness. So, so many people have, are now able to do things that they haven't been able to do before, um, are more empowered, right? I do some healing sessions too, and I work with some clients, um, really just to help people get to the heart of the issues. Um, and it's changed their lives. And, you know, this is why I tell people, I don't, I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't believe in it or if it wasn't working because I have a master's in interior architecture, right? There's other things that I could be doing. I do this because it's amazing 
I love it. I'm passionate about it and I believe in it and I know it changes people's lives. So, mm-hmm. you know, if I didn't keep getting the reassurance, you know, I wouldn't be doing this still, but it is truly an amazing tool. But that leads me to the, the whole concept of free will. I can't make someone do something, right? Um, I can only suggest this would be another way to look at your life or I would suggest um, changing some behavioral patterns, right? It's up to us to do it. Um, if someone's not ready, that's understandable, right? We've all gone through periods where we're not ready for something. Um, we have to do it on our own time. So it really comes down to our free will, and our willingness and ability to change, right? Right. It's so good. So speaking of astrology and, um, you know, we're when this airs, it'll be the new year. So um, 2015, could you talk a little bit about anything you've been intuitively picking up for the collective about where the planets are in 2015 and kind of speak on that a bit? Yeah, we've been, um, since 2012, we've been really going through some major, major changes. Okay. Um, this is on a spiritual level. I'm obviously on a physical and a mental plane level, right? Um, we're going through stuff in the physical world, but on a spiritual level, stuff behind the scenes, um, we're changing. We're breaking down our old behavioral patterns. Um, our DNA is changing. We're getting activated in other ways. Okay, so we're having major changes. 2015 is going to be when time when things start really coming into play. 2016, I feel like, is the top of the mountain. Now that doesn't mean after 2016 there's going to be nothing, right? Because we start new cycles, but we've been starting this major cycle, um, you know, even to be honest before 2012, but 2012 were major, major changes. So 2015, I feel like people that have been changing, right. And going through a lot and, um, maybe changing careers, um, changing, um, you know, groups of friends, um, boyfriends, girlfriends, husband, wife, major changes in life. Things are going to start falling more into place now. It's like that we're putting the pieces together Okay, so 2015 is really things are going to start coming together for a lot of people. Um, On a collective level, you know, we're going to have some more eclipses coming up, which are major um, game changers. But we're also, Saturn's been in Scorpio. Okay, it's been moving through Scorpio for the last two and a half years. At the end of 2014, then into 2015, it steps into Sagittarius, where it's going to be for, I believe, I don't have my chart off me, but I think it's, maybe 2016, I'd have to check. But this is a major shift because Saturn and Scorpio was asking us to dive deep to look at our inner workings, right? Um, If people that were Scorpio, Aquarius, um, Taurus, um, Leo, major changes were happening. They had a really hard time, okay? Now that it's moving into Sagittarius, people that are um, Virgo, Pisces, Gemini, and of course Sagittarius, they're going to feel it in a different way. Now, even if this is not your sun sign, you all have all the signs in your chart. And I know that could sound a little complicated, but even if you're a Taurus sun, you have Virgo somewhere, right? And you could have planets in Virgo or you could have planets in Pisces. So we're all getting affected in different ways, but this is going to be major changes because now we're going to be 
we took the time to kind of clear out the depths in Scorpio. Now, with it moving through Sagittarius, it's more about expansion and learning and um, opening our mind and tapping into more spirituality. So we're all going to be going into that direction as well. So, yeah, there's some major themes happening for 2015, which are going to be really exciting. It really seems like 2016 is Mm going to be a big year. I know it came up in my chart a lot. And um, do you feel like some years are more introspective and some years are like bigger more things are happening like are some years quieter for the collective or does it not really work that way for like a collective year no I think that there are some times when it is um it's not so much the astrology that I focus on overall because like you um like you saw it really goes down to your cycle and your Mm -hmm. chart you know so yes there are going to be themes and some astrologers focus on that. And I think that's amazing. Um, and I look at that, of course, but I really like to bring it down to the chart level and bring it down to your soul because we really have to see what's going on. Because even if it was, let's just say, um, not as an active year for the collective, let's just whatever that could mean, right? Let's just say that it could be a crazy year for you, right? right and you could right. be getting married, you could be having a kid, you could be moving cross country. I mean, all of these positive things, but there's so much going on, right? Because yeah. that's the cycle in your chart. So it really comes down to, and what I focus on is the individual chart and their cycle and their soul, because we're all in different journeys and, you know, one's not good, one's not bad. It just is. Everyone's exactly where they are supposed to be at any given time. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, so what do you think that astrology can be useful with when it comes to relationships? I think, do you do readings with, um, couples or with like partnerships? Is there I've done that. Yeah. There's, um, a way that we can put two charts together and I've done it a couple times. I don't, I mean, I do it for people. I don't advertise it because it's really, you know, you're, you're diving into some deep waters (laughs) because you're getting in the middle of a relationship. So it's always very, uh, you know, a little sticky there. But, um, yes, it's very fascinating. You can see the dynamics between people. And that, you know, most likely will be at some, a service that I will be offering in the future. Um, you can see how, you know, because you can take two amazing people, but then put them together. And there's something right. wrong with the people. It's just their dynamics together. So when we put the charts together, we can see how they work together. What's going on? You know, two people, again, could be amazing people, but you put them together and they're going to push every single button and it's just not going to work. Right, but you put right. them with someone else and it's a flow. Yeah. But it all comes back to the birth chart. You have to first look at someone's birth chart to see what is it that their soul needs? What kind of partner do they need? Then is the relationship bringing that? Because somebody, that if you put two charts together and there could be a lot of tension, but if you look at their individual chart, they might need that because that's what their soul wants. If it was easy and just roses everywhere, right, that might be boring to someone. So their soul might not be wired that way. So, yes, you can see in the chart what kind of partner would be great for them. You know, not so much the sign, but the qualities of the sign, um, what area of life they might need them in, Um Again, how they would relate to a partner if they're having communication problems. I mean, it goes so deep. Again, it just depends on what level of awareness the client's at. But 
it's really, really helpful um, to see that. Because I, you know, I, my Venus, which is love, right? It's in Gemini. Okay. So, and my, the ruler of my house of relationships is Gemini. So have I met a lot of Geminis in my life? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I can like find them in a crowd, I swear. <laughs> but does that mean I need to be with a Gemini? No. I need someone though that has a lot of Gemini-like traits, someone that's intellectual, someone that's witty, someone that's funny, someone that could, you know, see the details and things. Like um, me. Exactly. You're right. Because we're both Sag rising. So we have that. Yep. So that's really important. Um, and that's what I connect to. And that's also how I respond to people, right? Because it's also right. what the kind of love you give. So I like witty banter, right? Um, but then you can love see, it. yeah, if you're dating someone, I do this all the time with people I'm dating. Oh my gosh. So I put their charts in and I'm like, well, I need to see, you know, what I'm getting at here or what's going on. Because then I look at their Venus, I look at their Mars, I see how they're responding. And you know, a Venus in Scorpio is going to be way different than my Venus in Gemini. I'm going to want to talk, 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 right? They're going to be way more private and it's going to be about the moments. Um, it's not going to be the texting back and forth, which mm. to me, I love that. You know, Same. I, yep, yep. Well, yeah, you have Venus there or you have Venus, um, Gemini on your seventh house cusp. So that's important, you know? Um, so it, it helps you understand, okay, well, it's not that this person's not into me. They're actually just doing what they're supposed to be doing. Mm. Right. And then it helps you understand the bigger picture. So, oh yeah, I mean, I put everyone's chart in there, all my friends, I, I take a look at them. And... Interesting. <laughs> so when yeah. you, so you can also tap into when people, key dates and, you know, when people are going to meet people. And so now that I know when my guy's coming, I'm going to have to come back to you and oh, plug yeah. it in and make sure that the texting is going to be witty or I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he's, he, you need to make sure that he's someone that you could have a good conversation with, someone that stimulates your mind. For if sure. you don't have that, it's not going to last longer than, you know, just a fun experience. But yeah. that's what's going to stand the test of time for you. You know, you need that. It's so interesting. What about um, using the some of the key dates and some of the, the timing stuff with astrology? How can that be useful in, in people's lives? Yeah, so that's about so transits. So transits are, when I look at them, transits are the planets in the sky. Okay, so those are always moving. When I put transits against your birth chart, and they're hitting different planets in your birth chart, that shows me timing. Okay, that shows me cycles. It shows me what kind of energy is coming up. So it's not about saying, okay, you're going to get married, right, or have this baby on this date. And again, some astrologers do that. I don't work that way because I'm more about teaching people the kinds of lessons. So let's say Saturn is coming up and going to be hitting your sun sign. Okay, Saturn, the lessons with Saturn, it's going to be about responsibility. It's about discipline. So you're probably going to be working harder. If it's hitting your sun sign, it means you're having a time where you're going to check back in with yourself. What am I doing with my life? Let me reevaluate my expression. How do I share my light with the world? Um, sun to Saturn to the sun usually is about career stuff. So usually people either get promoted or they work harder in their career. I've had Saturn opposing my sun sign all this year. I've worked harder than I've ever worked, but Saturn produces results. It pushes you because it's about mastery. Okay. So that's how I've been able to push my career forward because it's something that we just feel because it's energy. So even if you didn't go to an astrologer, right, 
you might feel the energy, but what astrology does is help you explain it. Oh, this is why I've been feeling like this, or this is why I've been running around and feel like I'm chasing my tail, my tail because Uranus is doing something and Uranus energy is erratic and it is um, shocking and sudden, right? It's completely different energy than Saturn. So it helps you prepare for the cycles. And if we're prepared ahead of time and we know what kind of energy is coming in, then we can use it to our advantage. We can make better decisions because if not, it feels like the energy is overpowering us and we, that's where we feel like we're a victim, Right. I just felt crazy this time and I didn't know what to do, right? So I chose this or I just went to Vegas and got married. Well, okay. You know, that's free will still and it's going to be okay because it's just a decision, but it's a temporary one probably if Uranus is coming around, right? That's what Uranus does. Sometimes it makes us do things, right? It feels like it makes us do things, but really it's about empowering. It's about liberating you from your past and having courage and stepping out and doing things that would have scared you before because it's wants to push you up the spiritual ladder a lot quicker than you would have gotten before. So it's just, um, it is an amazing tool, the transits, to help you see the cycles that you're under. Like for you, we talked about Saturn's going through your 12th house, and it's not going to hit your rising sign until right November of 2015. So then would be a good time to launch stuff, right? Then would be a really good time to step out, step forward. When Saturn goes through the 12th house, it's a lot of clearing old stuff. It's preparing, right? It's getting your ducks in a row. So we can do anything we want at any point, but we might not have the energy backing us. Yeah, that's my plan. Good. Now that that I've got this info. Um, All right. So we talked at the beginning about how people can harness their – psychic abilities and be more intuitive but I think that it's only fair that we address the other side of that which you went over with me um, quite a bit because I am pretty intuitive and pretty psychic myself so can you talk a little bit about tuning off from that and you being so intuitive how do you in your daily life ground yourself and some ways to make sure that you're not picking up so much energy that it takes you out. Yeah. So we, energy is not something that we see. I mean, some of us can, right? If our third eye is open, but for the most part, energy is something that we feel. Um, When we're around people and we're around big crowds, let's say, or we're around people that maybe are depressed or angry, what happens is we take on that energy. We don't, we might not realize it at first, but it's almost just like this wave of energy. And like I said to you, imagine you have a bunch of purses, right? All of a sudden you're putting all that energy in the purse and you're carrying it around with you. So now you have your own energy, but you might have, you know, Tom's energy. Tom was in a bad mood and you might feel angry or frustrated, right? For no reason because you're taking on his energy, or maybe Sarah was depressed about something, understandably so, but now you're feeling sad. So we take on people's energy all the time. It's really important to take a salt bath, okay, Um, at least once a week. I mean, that's, I feel like, the minimum. Salt bath, what it does is it helps you clear your auric field. It helps you remove, um, it's, it's like junk, okay? So like I told you, it's like taking a shower, for your spiritual and energetic body. Okay, it's cleansing it. The um, salt clears your auric field. Okay, it gets rid of all the extra stuff that's 
not yours. Okay, it kind of opens it up. It's just like if we were full of mud, we wouldn't not do anything about it, right? We would take a shower. So if we're full of other people's energy, we take a salt bath. It clears it out. Another thing to do is, you know, if you know you're going somewhere and there's a lot of people, um, crystals are a good thing. Uh, a lot of people resonate with them. Um, amethyst is a really good stone for protection. So you can put that. Um, sometimes I've even had to, to really it needs to touch your skin. So, you know, just because we were just talking and it's just me and you on the phone and, you know, no one else is going to listen. You know, I've had times where I've had to put amethyst in my bra <laughs> before because I knew I was going around someone that had really bad energy and I didn't want to take it on and I needed to touch my skin. So put a little amethyst in there, you know? I love that. Yeah. So it's just me and you, right? No one else is listening. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, that's a good one. Um, amethyst is great for that. Um, but you don't have to put it there. You could have a necklace, right? Or a ring, a bracelet. That's good. Um, also just, again, if you know you're going somewhere that is going to be really, um, a lot of tension, sit down before you go. Um, this is also a good exercise to do every morning and just put your feet on the ground, really ground yourself. And imagine yourself in this bubble of white light, okay? Um, some people resonate with golden light. I, I like white light. It just depends. But it's really about you're setting the intention, okay? So you imagine this bubble of white light around you. And you're keeping all the energy out. That's not healthy, right? That doesn't mean that your heart's not open and it doesn't mean that you're not going to connect. It just means that you're keeping all the energy out that you don't want to take in, okay? So... With energy, it's all about intention, okay, and, and conscious visualization. It's very important. And that's how you move energy, and that's how you heal, okay? So if you just imagine yourself in this bubble of white light, um, really asking for protection. You can call on archangels if, you know, someone resonates with that. You can call on your spirit guides, your higher self, or God, universe, whatever it is that resonates with you, right? Everyone's different ask for protection, okay? And do that several times throughout the day. Um, there's also cutting cords. So people energetically cord us, meaning they just think of it as if you were to take a cord and plug it into the wall, right, the electrical outlet, people do that with their energy. So you could, there's someone you're dating, right, and you're thinking about them a lot. It doesn't even have to be a bad thing, but your energy is very connected to theirs and vice versa. And to be honest, we're really shouldn't have anyone else's energy in ours. Even if we're madly in love with them, right? We still need to be responsible for our energy because that's all we can be responsible for, right? And everyone has their own karma, so we don't want to take on. So people cord us, right? If you're in a fight with someone, there's probably an energetic cord going between um, between the two of you. Just imagine pulling out a cord and sending it back. If you're very connected, you might be able to feel where it is on your body, so you can ask yourself, you can close your eyes and say, you know, say their name, where are they courting me? And you might feel your throat, right? You might feel like you're being strangled. You might feel it in your solar plexus, your power center. You might feel it in your heart um, and pull that cord out. I literally imagine pulling out a cord as you would in the wall and I send their energy back to them with love. So those are just a couple of things that can help. I love that. Those are all such good tools. Thank you. So now I want to get personal with you and ask you questions, the woman behind all of this mad, amazing wisdom. Yeah. Some questions. So what, um, 
is your favorite part of being an entrepreneur and the life that you've built for yourself doing this work? That I can do whatever I want in the sense of creative freedom. If I have a new service that I think is going to help people, I design the service. If I want to write a blog and inspire people, I can write the blog. So it's really, it's all stuff that I love that I'm creating to help people. So I love that, having that creative freedom. I'm my own boss. You know, I have no one telling me that I can't do that. So I love that. I love that too. So now this is my signature question that I ask everyone. But what does your morning routine look like? So maybe you could walk us through the first few things you do when you wake up after you wake up and how that affects how the rest of your day goes. Oh, okay. So the one thing about me is I like my freedom in the sense of I don't like to be on a schedule. So every morning is completely different. <laughs> so I don't really have one. Um, I will say that, I mean, there are some mornings that I might have an early client. So I will wake up, um, maybe meditate if I can. Um, if I can, I'll do it at night. Um, and then I might go right into pulling up their chart, right? And I could be in pajamas right in my house and have the best session in my pajamas, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So um, it just depends. Um, I really don't have a morning routine specifically because I've learned about myself that if I'm doing the same thing every day, it just doesn't work for me. So I like to mix it up. I, I do yoga sometimes in the morning. Um, sometimes it's kundalini yoga. Sometimes it's regular yoga. Sometimes I do Pilates. Sometimes I'll go for a run on the beach. Sometimes I will make up, wake up and meditate. Um, sometimes I'll go have breakfast with a friend, right? I really, I don't have a schedule at all. I don't know if I could recommend that to anyone, but that's just what works for me. (laughs) That works for me, too. I I recently wrote a a post about morning routines, and I said in it, um, the only thing that needs to be consistent about your morning routine is that you consistently enjoy it. Because I think you won't want to get out of bed if you're doing something first thing that you're dreading or that isn't going to make you feel really good. So I love that. what about in the evenings? What are some things you typically do to wind down and, and tune out and relax at the end of the day, especially as an entrepreneur? Um, how do you really make sure you're making time for yourself to close off the energy from your clients and from the day and, and really be with yourself? So I'm really good with boundaries, which you need because – especially with the work I'm doing, if I'm giving so much of myself 24-7, I'm not going to be of service. And um, it sometimes it's emotionally exhausting, you know, when I do a read a client because I feel things, I'm an empath, so I if they're having, you know, heart problems, sometimes I'll feel it, or um, head problems, I'll feel it. So I'm very good about my boundaries. So I, I really do um, try to schedule uh, my hours, you know, reasonably, and then have my time. And you know what? I love the evening times. I, I'm usually, I'm such a nerd. I read astrology books all the time. But to me, that's so relaxing. So I love doing that. I usually, in the evening, if I know it's just I'm not going out, I will take a salt bath. I'll do a chakra meditation cleanse. I'll do some journaling, um, maybe some automatic writing. Um, I just, I love my me time. 
And you know what? I can now because I don't have a family yet, so immediate family. So it's okay, right? And that's how I actually develop my gifts is taking this time and connecting with myself. So I, I love unwinding and just turning off my phone at night and um, really the salt bath and clearing my chakras and meditating. I love that. Mm, that's amazing. It sounds like my evenings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. So, okay, so now let's wrap up with some quick fire questions. You ready right. for them? Just say the sure. first thing that comes to mind. Okay. What is your favorite color? Green. Favorite day of the week? Sunday. Favorite hour of the day? Sunset? An hour? You know, around yeah. sunset. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. perfect. Favorite vegetable? Sweet potato? Carrots? Yeah, those two. Favorite fruit? <laughs> Raspberries. Favorite way to relax? Salt bath with lavender oil. Mm. Best thing you've eaten recently? Really good sushi. Mm. Yum. When do you hear your intuition the loudest and, and for yourself, and how do you remember to listen to it? Um, sometimes it's the loudest when I don't listen and they have to get real loud to <laughs> get my attention. But um, really at night, it's that me time when I'm unwinding and it's really still. That's when I hear it the most. Mm, So good. How do you remind yourself or come back to the present moment when you're out? How do you bring more presence into your life? Oh, that's a good question because that's something I've been really working on for a while. Um, I have such a tendency to dream and drift off. so I just, I literally bring myself back to the moment and I'm here um, and I, I write it on my Facebook wall, be here, be now. And I'll say that to myself, be here, so be now and be in the moment. Yeah. So good. What are you doing in your life now that you're fearful of, but you're doing anyways? How are you pushing yourself? Oh, I'm going to be stepping forward and doing some group and audience work and large speaking speaking in front of large audiences. So, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. If you could have one superhero power for a day, what would it be? I would like to be able to fly because I hate flying. So I need to calm my nerves. <laughs> I want to learn. What is your favorite movie? Sliding Doors. What is it? Sliding Doors. Sliding it's an- Doors, I it's an old movie with uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, and it's about synchronicity and timing and fate. You oh, my God. It. You're going to love it. I'm so love excited. Yep. Have you seen Serendipity? Yep. This it's is like even better. It's my favorite movie. Oh, yeah. okay, good. This Sliding is doors. so much. Yeah, you have to watch it. I'm going to like watch it tonight, probably. I'm so it's excited. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite book? Many Lives, Many Masters by Brian Weiss. Favorite song? Actually, my favorite song right now is the Rocky theme song because that's just something I got from Spirit, and so it means something very symbolic to me. So, yes, the Rocky, the Eye of the Tiger one. Oh, my gosh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the current so cool. one. Uh huh. What are you most excited about for the year ahead? I think I'm excited to really reach more people and get the message out and connect. I love connecting, and so that's what I'm excited to do, group work, and really be in front of more people. It's really changed lives. Yeah, I love that. Amazing. Well, 
My next question for you is my signature question. And as you know, the name of my blog and the name of this podcast is The Wellness Wonderland. So when I offer that term to you, Danielle, to live in a wellness wonderland, what comes up? What does that mean to you? To live in a wellness wonderland. You know, I really get this image of kind of like this Alice in Wonderland, whimsical, playful, very colorful. See, this is my imagination. Um, lots of lots of unique characters <laughs> that like could be in a storybook, but very um, playful. I feel like it's a place where people go to be happy, to learn, to have fun, and to connect, and to really get healthy. But it's very much in a whimsical, fun way. Mm, beautiful. Well, is there anything else about astrology or about your chart, my chart, anything that you think people should know about before we wrap up? Let's see. With your chart, let me say in astrology in general, I want to say it's not scary. I've had a lot of people say they're scared to get a birth chart, and I understand because you know, um, it could be scary, someone giving you information you're not ready for, but I can only speak for myself, but I can feel what people are ready for, and I gauge my readings around that, but it's not that I'm hiding information. It's not about that. It's, there's no bad in a birth chart. It's just information, and it's just energy. So chances are you're already experiencing, if you want to call it the bad, like the, the bad. It's like the bad habits, right? So I would just help you lift you out of that and help explain the way out and to tap into the energy in a new way. So I guess I want to say it's not scary. Um, I think everyone needs a chart reading so they can understand themselves and make better decisions and live a happier life. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's really about awareness, I think. It's like empowering yourself. It's like, would you not want to know that you're allergic to something? Right. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like the more information you have, the – the better you can kind of live your life, I feel like. Right. I would never tell someone, oh, you're never going to be married, you're never going to have kids, because I don't, me personally, I don't look at stuff like that, and that's also free will. So it's not about that. It's about you just empowering yourself and being a happier, healthier person. Totally. So Mm -hmm. interesting. Thank you so much for everything that you shared. I think you're so amazing. I think the world of you. I think everyone should have a reading with you. And everyone should at least explore astrology in, in whatever way that, that means to them. Maybe it's just reading some stuff online. Maybe they want to go deep into this um, with Danielle like I did. Um, but I really, really encourage you to do so because it's had a really big impact on me. So thank you so much, Danielle. Thank you. And again, thank you so much for having me on. And I love everything you do and keep it up. It's just, it's incredible. You're amazing. Thank you so much. Likewise. Thanks everyone for listening. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. You made it all the way to the end. I'll be back next week, but until then, let's stay inspired and keep this conversation going. So tweet at me at Katie Dalebow and our guest with your aha moments from this conversation. And like the Wellness Wonderland on Facebook so we can all hang out there and discuss how inspired we are and how we'll apply it in our daily lives. And never miss another episode or post from me by signing up for email updates on thewellnesswonderland.com. See you back in Wonderland.